There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer, contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumucósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Hi, happy mid-December, almost the end of December. Christmas is coming. It's crazy. Are you excited? My favorite time of year. I've said it before. I love Christmas. Although this year, I'm a little, I'm a little exhausted with the uh, Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, Earl and Pearl, those uh, are the names. Those are our elves, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's exhausting. It's it's like, because I'm all, I mean, I'm by myself. You know, you, you said, look up on, I said, Ross, give me some ideas. You said, just go on Google. Not YouTube. <laughs> I said, go, to, go, go, go on YouTube, YouTube. enter ideas uh, for every, Elf on the Shelf. Every night, I'm and the, gonna one, give the kids you are going to bed, and I'm one scrambling or trying to figure out what to do. One more thing that you do, and Eric, Ross, that I don't. Ross That's awesome. Bed. I just thought That's about awesome. that. That's awesome, yeah. You do the elves tonight. Come up with something. Yeah. Um, no, but it, it's exhausting. It's like, it's draining me because I'm running out of ideas. And then Roz is always like, well, last, that was one of the better ones you've done. That's you, said you know what? Don't me. get mad. But do you know what happened? You know what happened? Well, well uh, the, you were talking about the elf I did the, uh, last night. Yes. So the elf I did last night, I. Was a, was a good one. Very last, last minute scramble. But I had, uh, took one of Dylan's kites he got for his birthday and strapped Dylan's elf to the kite and had Sabella's elf hanging flying from the, the kite. Chandelier, and, yeah. And it was hanging from the chandelier, so it looked like uh, Sabella's elf crashed Dylan into the chandelier. Um, so it was. I guess it was well received. I was at work. It was so well received. It. it was in the playroom. So Sabella goes to have breakfast in the playroom so she can watch Jesse, whatever show she likes to watch. And then Dylan is in the kitchen watching his cartoons. And then I go to the playroom. And Sebi's eating, and then I'm talking to her, and then the thing was hanging a little too low, so my head banged the thing, and the elf 
fell on the floor. And you know, with Elf on the Shelf, if you touch them, they lose their powers. And they, they, they live by that. They, nobody can touch them because they lose their powers and they, they won't be able to do their job correctly. And, you know, they are Santa's messengers. So it's like a whole deal of the house that they have created inside their minds. So that thing falls. And I, of course, uh, acting mode comes in and I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, oh, and Sibella, too much surprise because you think that She's, well, she's already she's, she's already questioning question- Santa yeah. the entire year. She's questioning Santa, so I'm but thinking, the elf is real to her. But she freaked out, and I was like, "Oh my God, Sibella, don't say anything, don't say anything, don't say anything." And then she's like, "Don't do not touch it!" And it was like this whole show, and she was like all worried. Then Dylan comes in, and God bless his little face, he saw that he opens the door, and he sees he sees the thing on the floor, and he goes. Oh. <laughs> and goes like that he was so shocked i'm going dylan is okay i apologize it was me i'm not gonna touch it i'm not gonna touch it just just leave let's leave oh it was such a beautiful it was funny and it was sad but it was actually so awesome to to experience you know as a mom to see these two kids fully invested um in this like fantasy of the elf and do not touch and oh my god you're and welcome what do we do you're welcome what for me bringing the elves around <laughs> Okay. You got to live the experience. Well, thank you for that. It was it was beautiful. No, but it's pretty. So, it's always great when you say. With Seb, used to be a ton of fun with that stuff. And again, she's been questioning Santa. So I'm shocked that she's so invested in the elves. Very much, very much. Now I got to figure out what we're doing. I mean, what I do already. I did like the elves diving into a pot of water one day. I got to come up with something else. You got to help me tonight. It's your job. Go to YouTube. No, not a chance. What do you mean? Not a chance. Tonight (laughs) is you just made fun of me. Oh, another thing Eric does. You do the elf tonight. You love it. I had twenty. Why do you say I love it? Twenty-four days of me doing this elf because you love it. Oh Lord. Anyway, so no ideas. Uh, Um, Anybody? So if if people can please email. Oh, by the time this episode, (laughs) you guys hear this, we won't because they they leave the twenty-fourth. The twenty-fourth is the last night. Okay. Well, well, it's still fun. It's still fun. What yeah. are you getting me for Christmas? Are you what getting me I... something? Are you stuffing my stocking this year? No, I haven't done any of that. We wow. had That's we have great. four stockings, and last year it was funny because they they're just decoration. Because last year we didn't do anything. No, no, we didn't. We did the kids. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. Last year, a hundred percent. The kids had stocking stuff. Okay. We we have to put stuff in them. We have to figure that out. Yeah. I mean, who wait, who does the Christmas shopping though? I do. Well, you, do. No, you do. You do. You do. <laughs> I mean, I do. <laughs> You do Amazon Christmas shopping. I do real Christmas shopping. I actually go to the store. You go to Amazon. What about what about Sabella? Like every night, this is her new hobby. She goes on Amazon and then she starts putting things inside a cart. Yeah, just no, random, she doesn't put them in the cart. She doesn't. She, does. no, she, she puts them inside no, a cart. No, she doesn't. She doesn't know how to do that. So what is it? She just goes on Amazon. I don't know how I she takes screenshots. No, take screenshots. So screenshots. Her yeah. phone's her iPad's connected to my phone. And all of a sudden, I'll go to my photos and I got like thirty new photos of different random slime, this thing, <laughs> that thing, like random like Japanese characters she's into. I don't know how she finds these characters. Um, yeah, it's uh-huh. so bizarre. Did you when you grew when you were growing up? When I, you know, were, I want to talk about Sabella doing allowance. You you didn't seem too keen on that the other I night we spoke about it. I feel I, like I think our kid needs to start thing, working for a living. Dude, we've done that before, and it lasts. It's like the fever lasts a couple Literally of weeks. Force and then, it. She has to have it make or break. I want to know what listeners think about this. Like, what age do you start your kid with allowance? I remember doing chores when I was already in, like, 
and for sure, junior high. I, I, feel I like think fifth, that's a beautiful grade, thing, and I think sure. it's, a, it's good parenting, and it's valuable, and it, it teaches them the, the the importance of responsibility and working hard for your money. And I think it's all great. I'm just going, Sabella, with what time? Like this kid oh, is nonstop. Three, three, three chores a week. Give her something like small. Like what? Fold the laundry. Um, Are you gonna really trust Sabella? Just do her best. Fold the laundry. I mean, Have you happens. opened one of her drawers to let's see the, the earthquake that that goes? Oh let's my see God. what happens. I mean, like Sabella is the most disorganized. It's so sad because I am so anal when it comes to keeping things organized. Sabella is the the most disorganized. Sabella doesn't give a f flying f about. It's the craziest thing to me. <laughs> craziest thing to me. But you know what? I'm like Rosalind doesn't like anything out of place except for her nightstand, which is a mess. But anything else in the house? Can you go? Can you go home right now and take a picture of the freaking nightstand? It looks perfect. In the drawer or on top? Anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> her nightstands generally that's like her messy place no, but the rest not. of the house is always super put together to the point that the elves who are which are supposed to stay in the house all day oh, no, watching they, the, the kids the second they leave the they, second those the kids elves go to school she's like oh my god the elves left and she picks them up and throws them in the cupboard because <laughs> she can't stand looking at the elves for I can't stand it. 30 seconds it gives me anxiety it's like we had the dog trainer it gives me anxiety day. we've been working with the dog trainer the dog trainer is like okay so you have to have this leash with you at all times and so if bandit does something that he might act up, you know, the, you have to put him on the leash and you, you keep him working. And Roz is like, Oh, well, okay. But so I mean, the leash has to be where, and she goes, well, where are you going to remember to have the leash? And I said on the counter. Oh no, Over forget it. Ba- Bandit can just go, body. Bandit can tear apart the things that I'm complaining about. <laughs> Cause I don't want to look at a leash on the counter. Do I want to enter my house and look at a leash, a leash? What was it? Leash. leash? On top of a counter, not a While chance. While you're training the dog, you don't have a choice. You know what? The kitchen has an island, and there's two chairs in the island, right? And Eric has this habit of coming from work, and he has a backpack, this massive backpack, and he leaves a backpack on top of one of the chairs. So you walk in, and when you go I to the kitchen, the work. The fr- I don't care. Put it in the freaking bedroom. Every single day, you see me, Put and I grab the thing. in the key bowl. I go, it's whatever. That's a little <laughs> tiny key, not a huge backpack. Every day, I go, backpack. To, I go to the kitchen, grab the backpack, go to... His night table, night whatever night table, puts it next to it, and then where's my backpack? You know where is that? If it's not in the kitchen, it's because I moved it because it's an eyesore. Every single day but we I go through this it routine. Take the next morning to go to work, so then I gotta go. Then, get yeah, exactly. But I don't make a ton of noise in the morning when I leave at five. No, no, do it carefully, huh? Let's, let's talk. Oh, guys, guys, I have to talk about this what? thing. So I've been with Eric for what sixteen years, and Eric has never been a snorer. Is that even a uh, word? Uh-huh. No snorer. Yeah. He doesn't snore like, he doesn't do that. Although my, there's different kinds of snores. My dad is like, Shh, that's my father. My father's snoring. Anyways, it doesn't matter. So he doesn't snore. I was so happy because it's one of my pet peeves. I can't stand snoring. And guess what? Eric is snoring now. No, I don't What the snore. heck is going on? Every night between that's Maraca waking true. me up and Eric waking me up, like I no. have to move him like if three times home, a night going, Eric, no. switch positions. Eric, Eric, you're snoring. No, I don't believe. First it's of all, terrible. I think that, what's no, going on. I think you're making it up. I don't think it's snoring. That I'm not bad. making it up. Um, record it next time, then, because I don't believe you. You know what? I try to do that. You were doing it, and I grabbed my phone and I did the voice memo, and then you kind of stopped, and I was very tired, so I was I like, I'm not gonna continue. It. Eric, it's so bad. This is the thing. I don't snore. I don't. Well, believe I've all, never snored ever my whole life. Well, you're you know snoring that. now. At four, wait, wait, drink, how old are you again? Forty, forty, forty-six, forty-five. Forty-five. I've gone out and had a couple drinks. Then you say, yeah, I come no, home. yeah. When he's drunk, he snores, but you you haven't been drunk and you're snoring. I There's don't a couple of things snore. that he's doing different in terms of I, like supplements and diets. And now he has this thick, foamy thing that he uses for his back. So his 
basically the bed is like this. He's like two stories up higher than me <laughs> in bed because he has this massive foam. I think that foam is it's. I doing think it's just something. lack of sleep because our dog's sick and doesn't sleep through the night. And so I think I neither one of us are. We're going on fumes, and I think because we're not rested, maybe I'm having to breathe deeper. I so don't I you know. Stop. I know you stop. I don't snore. I, don't I, believe, I still don't believe it. Well, go to another anyway. bedroom because Whatever. it's driving me mad. We have a great guest for this episode, <laughs> Christina Ochoa, who we both, we've never worked with her. We, no. both, we both know her though. Yeah, um, she's been to the house. Yeah, so yes. super excited to have her on. An incredibly smart individual um, coming off of, I mean, she, she's constantly, constantly working, but she's been always on Animal Kingdom, wrapping up the series uh, for that and now has Promised Land coming out on ABC. So let's uh, let's bring Christina in. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumucósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Hi, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? I'm good. Good to see you. Last time we saw you, you were at our house for a Christmas party pre-pandemic. Yes. Was it a Christmas Dancing party? Uh, yeah, it was like Christmas Eve. Or was like it was it was it a rap party for? What Grand was Hotel? it? What was it? It was Christina? like Christmas slash rap party. Maybe Christmas, maybe rap for um, Grand Hotel. For Grand yeah. Hotel, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Good. How have to you see been? You. Good. Are you are you uh, working in town or have you been on the road? Um, I've been lucky to work in town. I shoot in Santa Clarita now, so I mean, oh, I guess that's wow. in town. It's an hour away. No, but it's in but, town uh, for yeah, sure. I'm shooting there, so excited. Which actually, mm -hmm. I want to jump. I want to talk to you about that in a little bit because 
you shot the pilot um, for your show, Promised Land. You shot it in Atlanta, correct? Yes. Okay, we're going to come back to that. I'm going to hold yes. a little thought because I want to I talk to you about your pilot. Yes. But before that, you know, we, we know you. We've known you a bit through the, through the business, through friends. But I didn't realize, I mean, I was told by many people that you're incredibly smart, like one of the smartest people that they know. And then I'm learning about <laughs> you and that's I'm like, great publicity. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, she's do. so smart. He, like, and really he tells smart. me that like when we heard that you were going to do the podcast, we were so happy. And he, Eric through the years is always reminding me, Christine is very smart. You know, you know that she's very smart. <laughs> like a <laughs> brain, like, like a genius. <laughs> come up with like a unified field theory or something on the, on the podcast for you. I love it. He's fascinated by it. So, I think it's great. Wait, so you have an interesting background. You, you grew up in Barcelona, right? Mm -hmm. Your father was a sculptor. Yeah. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. um, you have a great, no, grand, uh, somebody great, great that's uncle. a Nobel Prize, uncle. Yeah. So there's a lot of brains in the family and, ta and creative talent. And you studied oceanographic engineering. Yes, sir. Did I even say that correctly? Yeah, you did. I did. Okay, good. My, what what my, is that exactly? Um, it's like marine biology. It's just a little heavier on physics. Smart. For the degree. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just English majors. <laughs> English is much harder. It actually probably. My opinion. <laughs> I'm sure Roslyn can agree. Sometimes oh my goodness. Just, oof, it's insane. I know. So, so, so you were doing, did you finish that degree? You finished it? Yeah. And then when did you decide? But she oh has my like two God. other degrees. Oh, you have like two other degrees too? Like how many degrees, she's Christina? She's that smart, but she's smart. How many degrees? No, I started my master's in like high energy particle physics. Oh, that's just <laughs> casual. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I would be a chef. <laughs> that's amazing I mean, god bless you particle that's, physics that's beautiful but that did not really work out for me it was not uh what I, I gravitate towards wildlife so i didn't really get to fall in love with it the way i thought okay, okay. and right. then when the maybe i'll play a physicist there you go you <laughs> might you <laughs> might you're, you're gonna nail that part for sure <laughs> And when did you decide, uh, how were you discovered? Did you start auditioning? Were you walking because you're be so beautiful? Did somebody say you should do this? Like, how did it start? Well, I'm hoping, he said, Ella Dijo podcast will be my moment of discovery. <laughs> I'm hoping people are watching <laughs> and they're going to discover me right now. Um, no, I, I honestly, I took like an amateur theater class because I wanted to be better at speaking in public. I was doing conferences or trying to get young women into science. And, and I was really, really shy and uncomfortable on like on a podium or on stage. And I took a theater class and I just, I fell in love. I just, you know, I was like, this is so fun. This is great. Wow. And was your family fully on board with this transition? Or, I mean, I, you have creatives in your family, I mean, sculptors and all that. Was, was it not a big deal? Or were they like, wait, you were going to do something in the sciences and now you're doing this? You know what? I'm very lucky. Uh, I mean, they helped. They, they, asked, they made me wonder about my life choices for a minute. Mm -hmm. um, make sure I was really prepared. But um, they're very supportive. So they are actually the kind of people who just whatever makes me happy will make them happy Great. by proxy kind of a thing. What about for you guys where your family is like fully on board for coming into the industry? I, um, your family was okay, right? My family was good, but I was, I was at UCLA as a psychobiology major. I wanted to be a doctor. So wow. I was, you know, on the road to doing all that. And, you know, I just 
flipped for a completely odd, weird, just a whole weird reason why I didn't follow through with that uh, and got into the entertainment business, uh, which I just couldn't keep doing lab practicums and being at school. And I was traveling and, and how do you explain to your professor, you know, you can't make the lab test because you're shooting a you know photo shoot in Sardinia. <laughs> they don't really care about that. And they're like, no, I'm sorry, you get an F. So I had to transition out of it and finally go back and get my degree. So my parents were happy I graduated, but yeah. they weren't at first thrilled with the decision. Like, okay, you've been in school all this time and now you're just up and going to be a, you know, an actor or I started as modeling being a model of, it sounds stupid. So they were, they were supportive, but um, hesitant. Huh? That yeah. I can make a career at it. Yeah. With, with me, um, I didn't finish college. So that was a big problem for my, my parents, specifically my dad, I have three brothers. I'm the youngest one and the only girl. Um, and my brothers, one is a doctor, one is a lawyer. You know, like they, they did really well. So th- it was kind of like, what, what do you mean? You have one more year to finish um, your, it was a bachelor's degree in business. And I was like, no, but I, I want to, I want to go to New York. I want to do music and theater. My mom was a bit of a stage mom. So my mom always like pushed me to do this. Mm-hmm. So she was more at peace, but it was just the fact that I didn't finish college and I had just one year left that they were like, what, what, what the heck are you doing? You know? But after I started doing well, they they're 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 super supportive. Yeah. You don't know. At the beginning it was kind of like, like I'm sure they were just maybe scared that you didn't have a fallback, maybe or a hundred percent. Yeah. I'm assuming yeah. I'm assuming they thought I was gonna come back within a year. You know what I mean? She was gonna go to New York and she's gonna realize that, you know, reality check and the winter and, and, and you know, and struggling because you know in New York if you don't have cash, New York is a hard city. You know, it's very, it's very difficult. And for me, coming from Puerto Rico on an island, I didn't know what, it was my first time seeing snow. It was my first time experiencing freaking 20 something degrees. You know, like it was- Clearly it, you loved it because you moved to LA. I, <laughs> <laughs> Her favorite place is New York in the winter. I hated it. You have no, listen, I don't regret it. It was an incredible ride, but I relate New York to struggle. Of course, if I go back nowadays, it's a different experience and I'm dying to do Broadway and I would love to go for six months, you know, and then just get out. Of, I get out of there. Um, but I think about New York and I was like, it was struggle. You know, it was difficult. Everything about it was 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 bananas. Um, but again, yeah, then I moved to I moved here and I think everything changed for my parents when I did Rush Hour 2 and the, I flew them for the premiere of that movie. And when they saw the magnitude you know, of mm-hmm. what was happening with her little girl, you know, it was kind of like, oh, 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 now we get it. She's going to be okay. It feels like with you all know? parents and maybe yours were similar, but like once you realize, okay, the path you chose, you can support yourself. You're okay. You're making some money. You know what I mean? It, it becomes yeah, I, a little I don't bit. Know, maybe in Spain it's different, but my parents haven't really seen anything I've been in. No way. Really? Really? Well, it doesn't make it to Spain. Oh, so and they so... still live in Barcelona? Yeah, well, they're in Madrid. Oh, and, Madrid, and okay. okay. Stuff, but yeah, they're like there. And so they haven't actually seen what I do. They believe oh, me. They're like, okay, yeah, yeah. you tell us like <laughs> You haven't come but, back saying I need a place. Okay. Okay. Um, and the one thing that makes it over there, they don't have permission. I have not allowed them to watch Animal Kingdom because I'm either having sex or naked or doing drugs in every scene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, in one version of another, she's very much a badass and she's always doing something that I'm like, maybe not. Don't show yeah. me a way to I don't show people. <laughs> like, don't. Yeah. Um, so they don't really know. But I think that, yeah, it's when they see maybe something that gets to them that they're like, oh, that's what, I don't know, in Spain, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, and Julia yeah, yeah. Roberts are successful. That's, that's oh, and after of that course. works. Of course. How old were you when you left Spain? 
Um, I, I mean, that was like, maybe I'm terrible with dates. Don't ever trust my dates, you guys. Um, maybe <laughs> eight, nine, 10, 10 years. When you moved to the States. You're eight, you're 10 yeah. years old? No, 10 years oh, ago. Oh, 10 years ago. That you moved oh, to, that's it? So you have, you have zero yeah. accent of any How? kind. Was, all, all, was it was an English lucky. school or I like... always went to American or Anglo schools in in Spain. My mom's superpower was like languages. She spoke seven of them oh, flawlessly. Wow. Um, and so she was very adamant growing up. She's like, you need to be able to go anywhere in the world. You need to know English is the international language, you know. And so that's that's what you need to have when you go out of school. You just need to have it in your back pocket. So and, languages were big for her. And you grew wow. up in Barcelona, not in, or Barcelona. You grew up there. <laughs> <laughs> not in Madrid, right? You grew up in Barcelona? Both. A little bit of both. both. My parents were divorced, so I kind oh, of bounced okay. back and forth a lot. Yeah. Do you get to go back there often? I have been three years almost because of the pandemic. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah that makes sense. Um, so that's been a different scenario than usual but normally i'll go back for christmas and for you know summer a couple of times yeah do you have siblings i do i have a younger brother and sister they're 17 and 18. oh they're babies so you know they're just humans with a personality now which is a little bit odd like they have an adult life (laughs) they must they must be proud of what you're doing i mean look up to you that you're in the entertainment business and all that right they have to know 17 18. anyone outside of the industry I'm very lucky that you know they're very supportive in my family but they also have a very different they'll call me up and they'll be like I just went to the movies and I went to go see this great movie um you know and and the role would have been perfect for you you why didn't you do this role and I'm like what they're like yeah why didn't you call them and tell them you wanted to do this and they're talking about Sicario and they're talking about (laughs) I'm like you know it doesn't quite work I can't just call them up and be like, I'd like to do this one. Um, so it's a little bit of a different approach, but I'm just really lucky that they're like, if you're happy, we're good. Oh, that is that's awesome. very sweet. That's very sweet. So, so promise land. I remember I read the script when it was just, uh, they were casting, I believe. I remember reading, uh-huh. um, promise land. And I was like, that is so, it's so timely and, and so necessary that we have a material like this, you know, uh, prominent, powerful, highly educated Latino family. I thought it was, I thought it was fantastic. How, how was that process? Did you get the offer? Did you go, did you read it? You're like, I'll have to do this. It was, uh, honestly, at first I wasn't entirely just on, on premise alone. I didn't know, you know, I, of course I'm getting all the Latin X roles, although, you know, kind yeah. of like sent our way just as a breakdown, kind of like, are you interested in this kind of a project? And there's a lot of them, but unfortunately, you know, this, they tap into a lot of the cliches mm. that we are all actually trying to break. Of course. So it's the drug dealer, the drug dealer's girlfriend, the, you know, um, femme fatale or the, I, I, it's just cliches. Mm-hmm. And in this uh, case, the, show came in and they were like, Hey, ABC had the the new put pilot for promised land. And they were like, this is a show we really believe in. It breaks a lot of those molds. This is a family who's come into power by the, you know, sweat on their backs, but not necessarily just kind of like in any of the tropes, they're not selling drugs. They're not, you uh-huh. know? Um, and the character that they offered me, Veronica in particular was MBA educated, you know, uh, Stanford University, CEO of a winery in Sonoma. Um, and she was, she lived in those grades. Mm-hmm. She wasn't a, a type, you know, she wasn't the ball busting, um, you know, suit wearing 
person either. So it was like really interesting to just see a role for me and in a project that encompasses a lot of the things that we want to put on camera, but without it putting us in a box on camera. Of course. Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. That's so awesome. And th this is one thing I want to ask you. So you shot, and I, I'm curious if your experience was the same or if what you, this is what actually happened, but I know you shot in Atlanta and I was told through someone that while you all were filming, because you weren't shooting directly in Atlanta, you were often in the outskirts of Atlanta, mm -hmm. that while in production, there was a lot of racism from people in and around the Atlanta area or in Georgia, I should say. Yep. Um, and that the production was just, it was uncomfortable for everyone. And hence you guys were like, we can't, can't shoot the series here. Thankfully got the tax credit and you guys ended up in, in LA. Um, is that, was that your experience? It was, um, wow. maybe not so much personally. I shot Valor, another show in Atlanta, and I had a fantastic experience, but that was five years ago mm -hmm. um, or four years ago. And maybe the environment was just very different politically and socially than it is now. But when we went there, we are an ensemble of 13, you know, either Hispanic or Latin actors. Some of us look maybe I, I look more white than um, some of the other cast. Some of them look a lot more ethnic. And surprisingly so, the just kind of like the environment in some of the outskirts and in these areas in Georgia, it was really rough. There were white supremacists wow. following some of the cast, um, no some of our crew, and, and not even some of the Latin uh, cast members, but like even just our African-American crew members were not allowed in restaurants. They were refused service. We had to have security at some points. And the studio and the network, I think they did a really good job of really advocating for us to come to LA because it was such a scary, difficult experience. I, um, I'm, I told I'm you. speechless. What I, the I told her that. And she was like, no, nah, it couldn't be that. Cause she shot her old show. I was there like, like you with Valor. I did Devious Maids in Atlanta for four seasons yeah. and we had a phenomenal time. But I told her, I said, we were I not very often I so far out. And I was like, this is very different from my experience in Atlanta. Cause we, I loved my experience there. Yeah. I love Atlanta. <laughs> were you on the, oh cause she God. was not on location as much um, no, for, for no, Devious. Were you on location for Valor a lot? We on Valor, we were on location quite a bit, but we were at the military bases. Ah, so okay. I think that in itself, That's you what... know, is, is a pretty much a very different experience. Okay. This is more of a homogenous demographic where it's literally it's not maybe our demographic um, for sure. And, you know, I think that that had a lot to do with it. There's a group yeah. of Latinos traveling around outskirts of Atlanta and it turned into trouble. That's it's unbelievable to me that that still, I don't even, I don't even know what, be what to say. So prevalent today with everything going on, but people don't realize like when you're in a bubble somewhere, like Atlanta is a bit of a bubble in Georgia mm -hmm. and you know, you get outside of that and it's, sadly you're going to face these experiences. I just think if like, way. Oh my, I have never experienced that. Um, it's interesting. Like, I don't, I don't even know what to do if I'm shooting somewhere and I feel that kind of negative hate, weird discrimination. I don't even know how to do with that. You know what I mean? I'll be like, uh, <laughs> what the heck? It's yeah. like, should we sit down and talk and let me educate you yeah. a little bit? Or should we fight? Or like, you mean like, well, like what the heck do you do? You kudos, know what I mean? It's like, to ABC for making I just move, walk though. away, you know, it's like, yeah. oh my goodness. No, to every, I mean, one, it made us, I think both, both double down and saying, well, we, now we need to make this show. We need oh, to put this on the air yes. somehow. We want to do our best, which was great. But on the other hand, it also just had, I think everyone is, because of what's happening in the zeitgeist, it's, everyone is very sensitive and hypersensitive to things, right? So we're all, my analogy, or at least what I told my husband is things like, I'm like,
emotionally sunburned with some of these mm. issues. So even a sheet or even something delicate ends up kind of like rubbing you in that way. Yes. And, and so it feels, it felt very much like that. The timing of it and everything was just happening and everyone was very sensitive and we all, everyone picked up very quickly on those disparities. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Mind blown. Um, talk to us a little bit about the premise of, of the show. It opens January 24th, right? Yes, 2022. Yeah. It's exciting. I can wait. I can wait. So talk to us about, um, for people that have no idea about what is Promised uh -huh. Land, what is it about? Uh, well, Promised Land is a saga of a Latin family in Sonoma that one runs their own wine label and their own wineries. And it's very much led by John Ortiz, which is like our patriarch. We, we, use the comp of succession because obviously it's such a successful wonderful mm. show yeah. it's the best <laughs> it's so good um so you know i mean we're hoping to kind of tap into some of that dynamic For sure. the, the network succession yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly it's like a succession on abc um yeah. and so we're really hoping to do um that kind of interfamily business dynamic justice the you know young siblings are all kind of like vying for power and like trying to be the next successor my character is the ceo of the winery but then like one of my siblings comes back into play there might be some like hidden motives that there's a lot of um interpersonal relationship drama obviously because that is what we love yeah. um and uh it's all kind of just like at the forefront it's still la familia right it's all about family and business and wine and food and luxury and whatever Sonoma and Napa and wine also kind of like represent to the extreme. That's awesome. That is yeah, awesome. I'll be watching. Get ready to check it out. I'll be watching. <laughs> the, Latino, <laughs> the Latino succession on ABC. Please tell, tell them to tell them to call me for a little arc. I would love to. <laughs> Just show up on set, and I'm sure everyone will be more than happy to write you a part on the spot and just be like, whatever you say. What do you want to play? <laughs> That'd be awesome. I, I That'd be awesome. Wait. Oh my so goodness! Cool. I know. So we're excited, Christina. Thank you so much. Uh, for spending time with us. We wish you nothing. I, I, I Listen, it's like when I, I'm doing Fantasy Island and it, getting a second season was so important, you know, for, for many reasons, you know, and and this is exactly, I think Promised Land is an opportunity, is a platform that has been given to to our community, you know? So let's support because if this flies, 100%. many of the things are going to go behind it and fly as well, you know, because we're going to keep showing that, that we have power and that we do show up and we do have eyeballs and we're pushing we want for a second season it hasn't even aired yet second season <laughs> no, we want the pickup no i'm no, with you, you. we to. want the pickup yeah it need, we need and, that representation on television for the network to give it a chance because i know if things are very competitive out there and and, and nothing gets a chance you know a, a fair chance the, yeah. the second it does eh, okay they freak out they pull it you know so but we we need to allow the audience to build you know yeah. and we're not used to latinos are not used to seeing seeing us represented that way so it takes a little bit of time to you know to push us so we get used to it and then really support so yeah, so and let's it, do it's it it's a good thing that like this uh network and television and abc in particular is showing uh, a program that is half it's completely bilingual it's half in spanish love that half really wow i love that i haven't seen that yet you know yes. on a major network like no. that so yes. i good mean for you know them. i think Good for good for them for taking that risk yes. because I think a lot of us stand behind it. Yes, for sure. Oh my God, I, I need it. I, I want so it. I need it. I'm you. hoping that he pays off. Thank you, Mama. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank Hablamos so pronto. Un abrazo. Bye bye. Great seeing you. Bye bye. Bye.
This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi. I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 en español.com. She's great. I told you yeah. she's smart. She's very told smart. You. you always say she's smart. So the books she's behind smart. her? She's read all those books. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something I about it. I don't have even like four of those books. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably read every single book that's on there. Christina Ochoa has like a thousand books behind her. And yeah, you're absolutely right. She oh. probably heard, uh, read them twice. Beautiful girl. Great actress. Super smart. I wish her the best. I really hope this show, and like for all the reasons you said, we need... Represent Latino representation on television. I love that it's bilingual. I didn't know that. I didn't know it's it was... like when I watch Narcos. I love it. I never get taken out of the fact that I'm going from English Spanish, English Spanish. I love because it. Because when something is good, it's good. You invest And this show yes. has a lot of great people behind it. Yes. And great Cecilia actors. Cecilia Suarez, a phenomenal Mexican Cuesta, actress. Like she plays a matriarch. It. Yes. It's it's gonna be. I, oh my goodness. I really hope everybody tune in. I want to see this show succeed. Yes. 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 Promise Land. Remember that ABC next year, January twenty fourth. And that's it, Mister Christmas is next next week, right? And and I'm gonna be cooking, and they won't, and it's gonna be nice and easy. Then we go to Puerto Rico for the New Year's Eve, rocking Eve, yeah. that I'm gonna be hosting with Davos Castoli. Which, by the way, kudos to ABC. You're doing the Daddy Spanish Yankee. the Spanish segment. So like ABC is really sticking their neck out. You're they're gonna be cutting from Seacrest in English to you in Spanish. I'm assuming you'll do some Spanglish, but you'll be doing Spanish, yeah. right? Yeah. The countdown is gonna be yes, nueve. 
ultra. Forget about this night. Where am I going to be? I better not be like down on the ground. I better be like up on the platform somewhere. No, you're not. What do you mean? I'm not. No, you're not. I'm not going to be on the platform. You know, act, we're crazy. Christmas is this weekend. What are we thinking about? Wait, I want to talk Christmas about. Christmas is this weekend. I said next week. This weekend is Christmas. What? Okay. You're not going to put me on the platform where you are? No, when you're far away, then you're distracting. What? <laughs> so I can't even ring in the, in the New Year's with you? This is the reality. No, of course. It's going to be dos uno. The ball falls. And they go, hi, sweetie. I love you. Yeah, we'll see if you <laughs> On camera. You need to be on camera? Do I have to be on camera? Yeah, you have to be I on camera so. when we we'll kiss. See. And and we welcome 2022. People are like, oh my God, they do love each other. People don't have a doubt that we love each other. They do. <laughs> No. Do, do you guys think that we don't love no. each other? Well, that was fun. Thank you, Christina. Thank you. Love you. I love you. <laughs> Subscribe to He Said Ella Vijo on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 en español.com. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.